Are you listening? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Binkowski Broadcast. Uh, my guest today is Heather Padbury. Welcome back, Heather. How are you doing? Hey. Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. The Relationship Corner continues uh, yes. by a po popular demand. Uh, the, <laughs> the previous episode that we've done did very well. So, Thanks, uh, guys. Hope you liked it. Yeah, clearly. It was, it, was really, it, was really, it was really good, and I really enjoyed the previous conversation as well. And yeah. it's a nice, it's a nice little segment that we that we creating here uh, with that exactly. relationship corner. I mean, who doesn't love talking about relationships, right? In a corner, in a the corner. most appropriate place to talk about relationships. <laughs> it's it's something that like you go through your life, you always have a relationship, whether it be with whether it be like platonic or or sexual or romantic or whatever. Yeah. Everyone has a relationship with someone, so it's. It's one of those topics that we can bang on about for years to come. Of course, Simon. of course. There's, there's, you, you can do so many episodes on it, and there's always something to talk about. Uh, but something yeah. interest, something interesting that you uh, that you actually mentioned mm. when we uh, texted earlier during the week. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned something about uh, relationships and the mental health and how important mm. it is to have your own time and your own space when you're in a relationship. Oh yeah. And uh, I thought it's a really interesting topic because I like I would say I've been on both fences, uh, both sides of the fence. Yeah. Um, but um, but let me start with this. Um, how? Let me ask you this: how How important is it to um, have your own time uh, when you're in a relationship? Have your own space. How important is it? Yeah, it's it's really interesting, isn't it? Because um, space is one of those things that you never, you don't always ask for upfront in a relationship. When you're when you're new in a relationship, yeah. it can be a bit awkward to ask for space because you want to be with them all the time you know you want to be loved up you're always you're always together and then you get to a point where you're like oh, I wish I'd I wish I had been clearer about how much I value my own time yeah and it can become quite difficult um if, if you're not honest up front in the beginning or if you don't if you get so wrapped up in the relationship and all of that that you're just like I'm, I don't ever want to be apart from this person then asking for that space can be really hard um And I don't think that that's necessarily my my situation, but I definitely think I'm my partner is that in that boat because he is so sweet and lovely and um, and has lots to do. And I'm kind of like, oh, but like, don't you want to just hang out with me all the time? Yeah. Surely you just want to spend all your time with me. Come on, yeah. I'm the best. You know that you want to hang out with me. And he's like, I do, but I also have you know an album to make and uh, you know I've got videos to do and I've got lots and lots of other other people in my life that I love so I think it's a really difficult conversation to have at any stage in your relationship absolutely you know, we're like almost six six years together known each other for seven years like we are we're people who we know we should know each other by now yeah but it's still it's still one of those things you, you always feel like am I Am I asking for something too much? Am I asking for too much? Asking for space. That is And true. how do I ask? Have yeah. you ever had like an awkward asking for your own time conversation? You know what? Uh, if I take my previous relationship into 
um, sort of into it when I think about it that way. Uh, I had that male mentality. And what I mean by that is that I wasn't voicing whatever my needs were. And yeah. if, if I, if, if that, if my partner didn't guess what I wanted, I naturally got, I don't know, not angry, but like disappointed and, and fed up or whatever. Um, yeah. But it was definitely I, I part, part of it was just not being used to even or able or knowing how to voice my, you know, that, what you that, want. that, that need for it. Yeah. It's hard to accept it for yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Because you almost feel like, um, as as a man, as an individual, you you more or less know how to make yourself happy. You know what you're looking for. You know what you want. And inside a relationship, can you balance that? Can you have the same things that you had when you were single? You know, and yeah. I think that's that's really what we're talking about, isn't it? Because if you're someone who's always searching for that relationship, and then once you get in in that relationship that you've always been looking for it's the missing piece of the puzzle you're happy you're fine you may not feel like you need as much space um, from your partner because the thing that fulfills you is that relationship but if you have other things in your life that fulfill you like obviously in Chris's instance he's got music he's got family and friends and um, and a a lot to do with um like what music can do for you, like and, and getting his getting his songs out there, all of that stuff is really really important. Yeah. Um. And for me, it's like, yeah, I kind of like that stuff's important. But this year, more than ever, I've kind of really had to acknowledge that I haven't given myself enough time to think about myself as an individual. Um, well, as so as bad as this year is, it, yeah, as bad as this year is, it's perfect for that. Uh, I think I mentioned yeah. in one of our. Uh, previous episodes is that this year is in a way a lot easier if you are comfortable with being by yourself and and you know that 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 part of getting to know yourself and and being comfortable with being by yourself and and you know having having your own time and and being able to even find things to you know, occupy your your own time and things like that. But what's also totally. interesting is like what you said, like definitely when you're starting out a relationship, you go through that honeymoon phase and you always want to be yeah. together, preferably in bed all the time. Oh, yeah. And then obviously as time progresses, it's just, you know, you obviously change and, and in a way, I hate that word, but in a way the routine kicks in and... and yeah. It does. It does. And and I am someone who just hates routine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so you could be the kind of person who just functions really well when you have structure. So you get up, you do, you do the same thing every day. You maybe you eat the same types of food all the time. You know, you work out for the same amount of time. Are you describing me? Not, no, I'm not, I'm not pointing, <laughs> pointing any fingers. <laughs> but that works for you, right? Look at, look at the life that you have. It makes you happy, right? Yeah. You like what you have. Yeah. Not me. I am so lucky now because my job allows me to work flexibly. So mm-hmm. now compared to six months ago when I had a different job, my uh, my day is structured around like when do customers want to talk to me? So I could be having calls in the evening. I could be having calls at the weekends. I could be early morning. Means that I get to spend my downtime 
um, focused on the things that make me happy, but I never really know when that's going to be. And that works for me really well because I feel like that routine makes me feel stagnant as a person. And yeah. I like to be, or I like to feel spontaneous. And this, this crazy structure in my life now allows me to do that. Um, having said that, like there will always be things that we will do in a day. So we try yeah. and eat together at least once a day. Um, we live that's together. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we are able to do that and yeah. we cook while well, I cook. He sometimes will cook. He makes a good steak. Um, and buff- and which buffalo I will sauce, eat. right? Well, he puts buffalo sauce on stuff and then calls it <laughs> buffalo chicken. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, do you want this? And I'll be like, yeah, but you know, that's just a bit of sauce on it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm such a, I'm such an asshole when it comes to food. Like I'm such, I'm so snobby about it. And Why? he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. He hates it. He's like, food is food. Food, food is fuel. I'll eat it, but I have more important things to be doing. Yeah. And I'm like, I've spent my whole afternoon planning to make a very exciting cake. So that's, that's like, for me, that's like all I need. And that's my time. I know he's not going to bother me in the kitchen because he doesn't like being in there when I'm in there because I'm messy and I don't give a shit. And there's going to be coconut everywhere and jam all over the floor and that's that's how i like it you know yeah. for him that would be that would be the worst thing possible okay. but we're able to have that distinction in, in spaces if we were in a bed sit we we wouldn't we'd tear each other's hair out we couldn't make it work now our old house was a one bedroom yeah we had that one big room and chris's music studio was in the corner and it was, if I wanted to watch the TV, I would have to make him put his headphones on because I would, and then I would have the projector on because we didn't have a TV. So yeah. I would be like watching something with the projector and he would be sat there in the dark all sad. And it was, it wasn't good. It wasn't <laughs> good for us. <laughs> and bless him. And he, he did all of that for me. I think knowing that, um, that at least he knows what he knew what he wanted and he knew himself and he knows what he can and can't handle in terms of his own time and his own space. Whereas for me, it was kind of like towards the end of last year, beginning of this year that I really, um, I really addressed the need to look at my own mental health. And, and that's kind of what, what prompted that, that message really was kind of me thinking about my journey this year and, and how I feel, um, and what we've got now, you know, we have a bigger place. We've got the uh, ability to have space away from each other. Yeah. Um, I've been able to um, have, I think it's, I've, I've done about seven, seven or eight months of therapy now. Nice. Um, they do weekly. And, you know, even a year ago, I don't think that's something I could have opened up to him about to share that that's something that I wanted to do. And now I'm in a position where I've, I've had that courage. I've done it. I've, I've begun my journey. I've gone so far on it. Um, now I'm hoping that, that I continue, you know, cause you never know with things like this, but yeah. you have to also feel confident enough to be able to be open with your partner about that when it comes to mental health. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it must be harder for men. It must be so much harder. I mean, Still, I think I think it, I think it's slightly changing somewhat, but uh, there is definitely still some sort of a stigma. You know, like if you're a man, yeah, be a man. Don't talk about your emotions. Just do whatever you need to do to provide. Like you were in your old relationship, you know, what you were saying about not feeling like you could be open about 
Yeah, part of part what of, you part, wanted. Part of part of it was um, sort of the way I was raised, the place that I was raised in, and and the environment and everything else. And then part of it was just the upbringing itself, for sure. Uh, really, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. well, I, w- I was born in the '90s, so the the shift to uh, it's. 90s sound like a long time ago now, but don't say that. I was yeah. born in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> but um, at least we're not 80s babies, right? We've still got that yeah, over go. of our friends. There you go. <laughs> but um, but that 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 shift hasn't been happening since for like well, up until maybe f- five years ago or so in terms of like men opening up more and stuff like that. And and even though times are changing. Yeah. There's still so much so much of it is still deep rooted where you know you you just don't do it you you don't talk about it you don't open up. Um Yeah, it's that. It is needed. Everyone I'm glad needs it's it. changing. Yeah, me too. Me too. There is still like maybe because I was brought up a different way and now the times are change the times are changing and it's mm-hmm. a bit like <clears throat> you know when you have these vulnerable moments um, you do sometimes think to yourselves, like, for lack of a better word, like, stop being a bitch and just get on with it. Uh, women do that too. You know, I, I think that's a, like you said, that could be a product of your environment. Like, for, um, so I, I grew up, um, my mom was a single mom for a while. Um, and I think that taught me to not rely on other people, um, or try not to rely on other people. But I also grew up with a real, um, want to make people happy. So those two things are constantly fighting with each other all of the time. And that leads to problems with self-esteem and, you know, my case, depression and anxiety and problems having a grip on your my own success. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a problem shared by by men and women we just don't talk to each other about it as often as we we could um maybe because we're trying to protect each other from our own hurt there's a do you think like if you were having a vulnerable moment um that you what you would refrain from sharing that with your partner because number one it's still personal and it's raw and you're feeling your feelings and they're yours but also in in expressing them and in sharing them, you're almost kind of sharing the problem, and you don't want to burden your partner with that. Yeah, too. that's true. That's true. Um, Absolutely. But we, it's it's a hard one, really, because you'll never know unless you have the conversation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I, I we kept quiet for a really long time. And it's moment moments like these where you know that's where sort of the, the, the bread and butter of the relationship comes out, and see whether you're actually you know good for each other and. Well, oh, yeah. it is the right time. Um, it's so true. I've, I've been in relationships before where, you know, being a lot younger and not, not quite realizing, um, you know, not really understanding each other well, I think it's probably fair to say, but um, where mental health has, has come in to our relationship and, and been a factor. Um, and in my kind of first big relationship, it was, um, it was really difficult to see my partner go through um, his his own journey and not be able to help 
and not understand what was going on and feel rejected and feel so when I feel rejected what I tend to do is overcompensate by like just throwing myself at you and I'll just be like but I'll help you with everything don't worry I'll I'll do absolutely everything for you so you're okay and that you want me back in your life not really realizing that that's not not what helps at all and what helps is having that space yeah and yeah. having that time, it takes a long, I think it takes relationship experience, the right person and understanding your yourself and understanding mental health from a personal perspective to, to understand how to, how to deal with that in the right way, doesn't it? Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, let me ask you this. You've, you've mm-hmm. mentioned it um, a little bit earlier, uh, but mm-hmm. what do you do if, if your partner wants their own time, but you want their attention, because oh. that yes, I mean that's definitely like something that I'm familiar with on sort of both sides of the fence. Like I've yeah. been in I've been in both positions, and it is hard to deal with if you're on the sort of the receiving end of it. If your partner has some shit to do, something that they want to do and are doing, and but you you don't have anything going on, and you want their time to. Fill, yes. fill up your time. Why do you think I'm doing this podcast with you, Simon? I fill up my time somehow. <laughs> Gotta find something to do. <laughs> oh no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, it's a really, really good question. It is, and it's really interesting to look at it from both sides of the fence. I'm sure yeah. um, for for us and for for my. So I've always been. Um, I don't really know how it's happened, but I've always dated like musicians, people who produce music. Um, I am a muse. I am. Um, it's, it's, I say this though, because I actually can't do anything in relating to music. I never listened to it either. Have you I ever wanted, ha, did you, have you ever wanted to play in like some musical instrument or something like that? <sighs> um, I had a, my dad gave me his bass guitar when I was 15 and I was like, cool. Yeah, I can learn this. And <laughs> you end up smashing it. <laughs> no, no. I uh, was really into Madonna at the time. Um, and so I decided to learn um, like the easiest Madonna song that I could. And I <laughs> I didn't even really learn it, but I started, um, I figured out how to make the chords for Candy Perfume Girl. Um, and it's like, a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> so I was like, hooray, I've done a song. And then that was basically all I did. Um, but yeah, I felt, I felt like the bass guitar would be the guitar for me. Um, piano, piano is more probably my favorite instrument to have played to me. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I enjoy. Um, but Chris can only play the keyboard. So uh, we'll, we'll have to get him lessons, won't we? <laughs> 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 That's why he needs that, that drum machine. Um, no, I, I've always I've always enjoyed it. I, I'm fascinated by people who creative people, people who are able to make something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what excites me about music. Um, but because of that, I've I've kind of felt like um, that I wouldn't go that way. You know, I would never try and go the same way. Whereas when I was really young, I wanted to sing and you know, like all little girls do. Um, and then I started smoking and then it ruined my voice completely. Okay. And I've been, I've been, um, I've, I haven't smoked for a year, over a year now. And well it's done. been 
thank you. It's not easy, but it is good. It's worth it because it was the right time for me to quit. Um, but before that, I smoked for like 12 years. So it was definitely, um, it did something to my voice. It ruined mm -hmm. my voice. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, going back to when your partner has got something and you've yeah. got nothing, yeah. you're almost kind of looking at their thing thinking, how can I... Um, how can I help? Like, how can I make this something that we share? And that's never the right thing to do. But that's kind of how I think you start. If you really don't have, you don't know what you're passionate about yet, or if what you're passionate about is the people in your life and the people that you love, yeah. um, or start a new relationships or just having sex with people, you know, if that's the thing that makes you happy, yeah. then their thing isn't yours so you kind of want to find something that you can do to to share that um and i i've i've helped with various uh music related things but only the parts that i enjoy so i um have filmed quite a few of chris's videos um so that's been quite fun but i won't edit them because i don't understand how to do that so i do the filming um, some of his photo shoots I've done. Um, I've also, I sung, didn't I? I sung on the last one for me, did a bit of singing. Nice. We had to melodyne the fuck out of it though, because it was so bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I helped name the songs, like little things like that is quite a fun activity to do. So that would be my go-to. But I also, in saying that, I also kind of think it's probably not the right thing to do. Because you don't want to take somebody else's special thing and try and make it yours because then yeah. it ceases to be their special thing. That is true. It's like yeah. one, of, one of my other questions was, is it selfish to want to have your own independent time when you're in a relationship? But then what you're saying now, you could pose it for both sides. Is it selfish to want to be a part of someone's special time? Yeah. Yeah, and then I think the, so. the same goals for the other way around, essentially, right? Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with being selfish in a relationship as long as you are open. It's the openness that matters, isn't it? I think there's a I think I think it's needed. Uh like what you're yeah. saying, yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with it. And and, and I think it's needed because you do yeah. have to be on your you do have to be your own person because otherwise you would just lose yourself in your partner. And if for whatever reason in the future it doesn't work out, it leaves you in a very shitty, vulnerable place. And yeah. uh, that's what happened to me. That's why I'm saying that. It's like, yeah. if, you know, if you don't have anything going on and you lose yourself in that person that you love and then for whatever reason it doesn't work out. I've been there. Like it, yeah, it just it just leaves you in a really shit place and you it takes like double the time to get over it and get out of that rut. Yeah, and and unless you find something to throw yourself into, because you, yeah. you have to find it because you didn't have it before, Absolutely. then it's even harder. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I think when you when a relationship becomes such a world, you know, where it's just the two of you, and maybe you both feel that way, but maybe only one of you feels that way. It's so hard to get out of it, Absolutely. and then when you do, you're like, oh my god, what do I actually have? Yeah. What do I even like anymore? Like we were saying before in one of the other chats, like music is a really good example, films, places. Like you, when you're in a relationship with someone, the things you like and the things you do 
you might not both take away from that relationship and and go and do anymore like you know there's there's definitely um there's definitely places that I probably wouldn't go anymore I actually recently went to a place where I used to go with an ex of mine and it was a really unusual experience I was kind of I took a friend there and I was like ah I'm not sure how I feel about this I really like going there before it's been quite a few years since I've been there but you can't help but remember the times that you shared with a person that you loved. Yeah, you'll, <clears throat> you'll never lose that. I haven't had that yet because I've never gone to places that uh, <laughs> would remind Don't me. Don't do it. Don't uh, do it. But it's, well. it's I, I can imagine that is definitely an, an interesting experience, especially if you haven't been there or you haven't seen the places or you haven't seen certain people uh, oh my for God. a while. And then, you know, yeah, people that, that might, might remind you of your ex or your previous relationship or you know that that part of your life that's long way behind you Uh, that's another thing that you might need space for you know you might need actually need some time and space in a new relationship to deal with your old one because you're never really I mean in my experience you're never really over an ex when you start a new relationship and Mm -hmm. there's part of you that needs to deal with that and kind of let that let it die in the right way. I agree. Um, and having space to do that is really important, really, really important. But again, another thing that you probably won't ask for because you can't say to your partner, yeah. hey, I'm still grieving this old relationship. Um, yeah. Can we, you know, it, it just doesn't work like that because it doesn't work like that in your brain. Like you don't, you're yeah. not realizing that you need to take this time out. Um, I agree. But it's, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Because like whether you're living together or not. And I think that's probably the, the thing I'm most interested in. We've, we lived together from the first year of being together, Chris and I, and we, we did it because it was really convenient um, <laughs> more than anything else. Yeah. It wasn't like we must live together. It was just it worked out. Um, and it was really interesting to, cause I'd lived on, I'd lived in house shares and with boyfriends and stuff since I was 18 he was almost 30 and had never lived out of the family home, always lived in the same place. I'm very used to traveling, moving around, not yeah. being at home, not seeing my family. Like that's, that's where I'm comfortable. Again, like looking at the lack of routine, that yeah. makes sense for me. Whereas for him, it's like routine really matters and it makes him feel comfortable. When he's comfortable, he's his best self. When he's his best self, yeah. I want to hang out with him more. But you know what I mean? So you almost feel like you need to, when you first start living with someone, you do need to give them the space. Even if you're, even if you feel awful doing it and you're like wrenching yourself away from each other, you kind of need to set that time and those boundaries and say, this is my space. Like if I'm painting, um, I will usually do it in, I'll either do it like on the living room floor or I'll do it at the dining table where I am now. Um, and I am happy for him to be in the room. But mm-hmm. when I do something like that from drawing, um, I will always, I'll, I'll just kind of have an idea and I'll go, right, paint, 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 maybe I'm an hour, maybe I'm two hours, whatever. Whatever I'm finished and I can't be bothered to do it anymore, and I'm not enjoying myself anymore, that's the end of the painting. I'm not going to go back to it. I'm not going to touch it up. I'm not going to go back to my sketch and add okay. some more because it's it's an 
expression of the experience I had whilst painting it, yeah. you know, and that's how I see art. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's more my thing than his because he doesn't really paint or draw or anything like that. And that's something I do. Um, whereas the difference between us with our respective things, if you like, yeah. is that I don't need to do mine every day. Yeah. Um, doing it doesn't necessarily make me any happier or sadder or not doing it doesn't make me, doesn't make me sadder. Mm -hmm. um, and when I do it, it's for the experience, not the output. I don't do mm -hmm. it for the painting at the end of it. I'm not waiting to have this kind of beautiful masterpiece that I want to show off to the world. And it's going to mean something to people yeah. like Chris's music. Mine is more, I want to release some tension. I'm going to draw about it. You know, I want to um, capture this sunset that I've seen. I'm going to paint it, you know, yeah. and it's, it's that cathartic experience of the art that I find really satisfying. Yeah. And that's, that's something that we don't have in common, even though we both are creative in our pursuits. Yeah. We don't share the same feelings about it. Yeah. And that makes it interesting. That means Absolutely. that we can kind of talk about it. Um, and, and he doesn't know what I'm talking about, but he loves that I have it because it's different to what he has. And I feel the same thing about music. Yeah, that is really interesting. Absolutely. I, I, I do think, you know, you um, just to wrap it all up, you do need to be your be your own person. I don't I don't think it's like you can love you can love your partner to like the moon and beyond. But yeah, um, you have to be your own person. You have to have your own stuff going on because otherwise, it's it's just not healthy long term. Uh, or it it won't uh, turn out in a good way. I think uh, because when you have something going on, you know you're able to focus on it. You're able to detach from whatever might else be going on in your life or even yeah. in, in in your relationship as well. And it's just. You need those little breaks here and there. And like all in all, what that does, in my opinion, it just strengthens that relationship because you you are two grown adults, grown people. And, um, you know, yeah. have, ha having that thing that is yours um, is needed. Simple as that. Absolutely. Totally agree. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, oh, my again, pleasure another uh, relationship corner episode uh, in a bag yes uh, i'm gonna have to come up with a jingle soon <laughs> i mean chris, chris can make one for sure <laughs> his would be awful i'll <laughs> i'll have a get some pots and pans out and make a big racket and we'll do it <laughs> right, I like yeah that. but I, I always love doing relationship corner too many more yeah too many more thank you thank you again thank you guys for listening and i'll see you in the next one take care bye mm -hmm.